0: Hello everyone and welcome to the North versus South FPL podcast featuring myself, Heath and my co-host State. How are you buddy? Good.
1: Yeah, I'm good mate, how about yourself?
0: Not too bad, not too bad. It was a good weekend for both our teams, two dominant away wing, wins, yeah? yeah?
1: Yeah, both winning by three goals, you know, you know, the mighty millers winning 3-0 MK Dons who have been doing well. But yeah, I mean to be fair, a real coupon buster will have been... Um, Watford, um, your boys, getting that 5-2 win at Everton. I mean, I watched I watch a match at day and I was just like, crikey, what just went on there? Actually, to be fair, I was watching Soccer Saturday at my football club with my little, and um, he was like playing with cars. And every two minutes, I, I was like, what's going on here? Watford just keep bagging in the goals. It just
0: came from nowhere. What's it's, going it's, on? It was ridiculous. We, we got, we, we'd gone to a social event on, on Saturday and we got in a car at 2-2. And I knew there was only like 15 minutes left and I could feel in my pocket, my phone going off. And I was just thinking, Oh no, what's happened? <laughs> I like had the pessimistic side of me just thought, Oh, I'm getting texts from my dad or something saying bloody lucky Everton or whatever. And then open, you know, kind of, we, we drive up and I was saying to my missus like, Oh, this, you know, what's the score What's the score?" And she said, do you want me to check? No, no, no. I'll check it when I get back, you know, just, yeah. No, you don't want to kind of have a car journey where you're miserable. And uh yeah, it was uh yeah, it was good news. But um no, it's good to see Watford proving them all wrong. Love it, love it. Yeah. And uh Everton was one of those little monkeys we had on our back that we'd never won at Goodison. They've given us a lot of stick over the years, and and to be fair, rightly so, we've 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 been giving them just as much stick back. So it was quite nice to get one over on them. Yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah. Watford guys there as well. That, that was
0: made you happy i guess you know exactly exactly um I, I did text my dad saying like josh king versus Richarlison this week who's gonna prevail and he, he didn't text back <laughs> 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 and then when i spoke to him at the weekend you see my text oh yeah no yeah, yeah it was charging oh, okay yeah right dad yeah <laughs> he's, not, he's not uh tech savvy okay well i did yeah. promise i said to my missus i'm not going to talk about watford all night because it, it'd be too tempting so Let's let's <laughs> let's uh let's crack on with this podcast. Tell you okay. what, if you sure, talk mate.
1: about Watford
0: more than ten times, fine, you're fine. Okay, perfect.
1: And, and that counts as once already, right
0: there. That's fine. Uh, that, there's a discipline. I've got to be disciplined. Then, all right, cool. All right. So, on the agenda today for the podcast, we've got our standard game week review. We've got our shit list. We've then got our hit list. We've got our the North versus South mini league update. We've got our North versus South—it's a knockout debate. The greatest ever FPL player, North and South final reveal. It's yeah, it's all—it's all happening tonight. We've got a scouted teams feature, which will be Southampton, uh, and then we'll have our game week preview, and then finally, State has got a quiz for me, which I'm very much looking forward to. Oh aye. Oh I, 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 like
1: quiz. <laughs> I can Tell you. I'm excited about this one, to be fair, because I've got some doozies in there. Been doing my good, good mathematics. You'll need some good mathematics.
0: I haven't. I don't think I've actually kind of won any of your quizzes so far. So I've got nah. to win one. So it's, it could be tonight. All right. So I don't want any fines from either side, whether it be Watford or. Oh my God! Get away! Oh, oh yes. moron. Oh, Double vines coming up tonight oh, i'm feeling right. it feeling okay it. <laughs> oh, oh, well yeah. let, let's uh, let's get going then so um our game week review as always we always look back at how we got on uh, during the uh, previous game week so i believe state will be enjoying this one a little bit more than i am so state oh. if you'd um like to let us know what happened to your team that would be grand yeah um, Mo Salah
1: happened to my team. Oh, you want more? Oh, I don't really need more. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, Mo Salah was the man. He, I mean, you know, I won't, I, won't let it spoil, I won't spoil the moment, but he scored a fair few points, more than some people's entire team, you know, from <laughs> what I gather. So, um, so yeah, um, I had a good week, you know, in terms for me, mainly because of Mo Salah. So I got 73 points in total, Um which is, you know, above the average of 64, which is good for the North. Um, Kasper Schmeichel in net three points. Kasper's just, they're not keeping clean sheets of Leicester and, you know, it's, I don't think that's going to change. So I might need to do something about that, but we'll go on to that at a time. Connor Cody, two points for Wolves. Couldn't quite, quite keep the clean sheet against Leeds. A bit disappointing. Then Manse, two Man City defenders, Diaz, two points and Cancelo, one point again. Couldn't quite keep hold of that clean sheet. If them two have got clean sheets, you know, that's you know, late goals in both of those games there for City and Wolves conceded. Clean sheets would have been lovely, you know, another, you know, another number, number of points. And I've been heading close to that 90 point mark with us getting clean sheets, but never mind. Stuart Dallas, three points, and just Towson, two points. Marie Gray with a, an assist for Everton. Who did they play Everton? What were they against? Uh, <laughs> uh, that was too easy. That was too obvious. That one. Eh? I'm sorry, um, but he got five points with a cheeky assist for um, one of the. For, I think it was for, for the first goal. Great balling for for Tom Davis to, to score. To be fair, I, I'll I'll leave my my special person until the end. Actually, I'll go up to my forwards and then come back to my midfield. Cristiano Ronaldo one point. I mean, God. United, which, I mean, I watched the game, United just never know. I mean, I Ronaldo actually put the ball in back and out with a good goal, but a good finish, but was offside, um, I believe. And Varlene ruled it out. And he did get booked as well for a bit of a naughty challenge. But to fair, I think, he, you know, you know, was try to maybe rile the players up a bit. Who knows? Uh, Jamie Vardy, disappointing. Hacked off at half-time with a potential injury at one point. And then Raul Jimenez, five points. He got an assist for, for Wolves, which was um, you know decent on that point. But then the real, the man, the, the catalyst, the dream, the one that I keep telling everyone, if you don't have him as captain, you've got something wrong with you. And bang on, Mo Salah, 48 points for me because he was my captain. He's got 25 points in total, three goals, one assist clean sheet bonus point and he got 3 bonus points, 24 points for him making it 48 for me big 73 points and I said on Sunday I needed something big from one of him or Ronaldo and one of them delivered go on, more
0: he's just unbelievable isn't he I mean yeah. literally his shoulders must be really painful right now because he's been carrying your team all season really
1: just like you last year with Kane and Son really, wasn't it? Oh, well, yeah. But... Look, but you needed two to carry our team. I only needed one. So I don't you know, know I
0: mean, if that's a compliment or not it, <laughs> to your team. You know,
1: well, it's, it's a massive compliment to my team. It just means that if they have a bad week, which they were having, you know. I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention my bench. Oh, my bench. Scott Carson, n- nil poire. Joe no nil Mr Mason Holgate at Everton, nil and Jacob Murphy at Newcastle, nil point. It's like the United Kingdom at Eurovision. Nil points all over the
0: bench.
1: <laughs> there you go. So that, that was it, to be fair. But I'm happy with 73. It was looking like a bad week. I'll hand, hold my hands up. Salah pulled it out of the bag for me. But that's why you pay your money for it. That's why you have him there. And if you didn't captain him at the, the weekend, guys, you were stupid.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I, Unless I was you Mason Mount as captain. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was getting a little bit excited up until the Liverpool-United game and even during the Liverpool-United game, I was thinking, well, actually, still, he hasn't got enough to beat me if Salah doesn't keep... Oh, Salah scored again. It, well, if Salah doesn't <laughs> score any... Oh, he scored again. Oh, yeah, OK. Game <laughs> over. Uh, so, I'll I'll turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> nice Vienna. Good work, Ole. Um Yeah, so, <laughs> no, it was... It was it, he's just like a machine at the moment, isn't he? And, oh. and, and Liverpool, I mean, I, the the difficult thing here is is the whole uh, were well, Man United that bad, Liverpool that good. Uh, I'm hearing a lot more things about Liverpool being pretty good, but Man United just being woeful. And to be honest, when you see like the, the finishes, Salah's finishes were just like almost like five aside finishes, you know, just casual, uh, you know, just he does seem like a like a, a machine. I know it's like terrible defending for some of his goals, but. The composure that Salah has, you know, in in the vital areas, you just think to yourself, like, even yeah. the best can miss chances. But Salah, in, especially this season, I mean, he has had moments in the past where he's fluffed his lines and, you know, easy chances. But this season, he just seems relentless. It's just, he's just yeah. he's he's on another I, level. I think
1: I think he wants his FPL points total champ title back. That's what he's going for. You know, I think so. he's on. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. He's not going to bother about a golden boot. You know, getting the, the the best most assists he wants to be the top scorer in FPL history. That's what he wants in a single I think,
0: season. I think you you. I mean, to be honest, like jokes aside, the one thing I really liked about him at the weekend was after the game he had an interview, and the first thing he wasn't talking about his goals or assists or anything. All he was talking about was Liverpool going for the title, and I thought that was. That's good to see, and and, and that he wants to stay at Liverpool. Because I, I, to be honest, I, I I couldn't care less really if he, you know, if he went to live stay at Liverpool, if he went to City or whatever. Just you want those players playing playing the Premier League, whatever. He's such a talent. Liverpool need to break the
1: bank, don't they? They need to play the way structure, print. But yeah, now he's, he's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, best player in the world at the moment, in
0: current form. No one can Do you know what you it. said? You said it a couple of weeks ago, or yeah. maybe a few weeks ago, and I, and I actually, you said you can't argue. And I was thinking, I want to argue, but I'm not going to because I couldn't be bothered. But now, like, <laughs> there's no one right. who's yeah, there's no one who's coming close at the moment, is there, really?
1: State um, was
0: right again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, he's he <laughs> just crazy. Yeah.
1: So let's lead off from his brilliance to your team's performance
0: I yeah be- I actually had a, a fairly solid week considering I didn't have Salah <laughs> I look at my team and I, I was actually quite happy I I didn't I didn't have the best subs though uh my subs were actually probably the worst you could potentially do so the, I, I say the worst actually it's not the worst but Sufao and Lukaku both came out and I brought in Dave aka Aspilicueta equator and at the last minute, I brought in Kane for Lukaku because I just I don't like having players. I don't like having players in the, you know, at that at that value not playing. So I've just thought it's not much fun having yeah. Lukaku red and the fact he's not playing. So I'll bring in Kane. I want I was gonna bring bring him in any time soon anyway. Turns out it's a big mistake on both transfers, really. <laughs> we'll get to that anyway. But yeah, David are in goal with just two points. Sergio Reggion were just two. Cucarella came in for Kieran Tierney and he got me a solid zero points. But they were playing Man City to be fair. Yeah, Rudiger was the standout performer. Really he got a clean sheet and he got an assist, so he got me nine points. Ben Rama again looked lively. You know he looked lively. Just didn't you know it's up against a, a, you know in a tough. He was in a tough match against Spurs, but. You know, again, he just feels like he's an assist of an assist at the moment. He just doesn't seem to be, you know, yeah. take, getting chances or even taking chances. So he's one who I've got to start thinking about maybe taking him out. Although the fixtures are pretty juicy. Anyway, Wilfred Zaha, I joked about it last week about him not playing. And I was thinking, oh, I hope he hasn't fallen out with a manager, which I didn't think he had, but he may have done. Because well. <laughs> he's, he's, he started on the bench right? and they're playing uh, Edward and they're playing Venteke, uh, exactly. so uh, I don't know what Vieira is playing at, but Zaha, that's not good for me. So again, that's that's a bit of a stinker. Another shining light was Emil Smith Rowe, who who got a he he played yeah. very well on yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Got yeah. 13 yeah. points. His Goal was a bit fortunate because he got deflected, but yeah, you know, he he's he's quite an exciting player to watch. And I guess you add the extra element that he's English as well. And it could be a, you know, future England has international stuff. It's, it's exciting to watch him. You just, Arsenal have always been a bit fragile, haven't they, since they've had uh, Arteta. So yeah. you, you don't know. You can't We'd really also, get yeah. too excited yeah. about them because you don't know yeah. how long this form's going to go for. But they're doing all right. They've turned it around. I mean, I think they're a joint on points of United now, aren't they? And people yeah. were talking them early on the season about being relegation Candidates and Man United being title challenges, so yeah, turned no, around quite, quite well.
1: They're not, they're not, are not bottom three like they were. I think they're, yeah, they're up to up to tenth. I think it's quite yeah. There's about three or four teams on like fourteen points. I think so. You know, it's um, they've, they've turned things around, and I think they're they definitely beaten in, I think the last five or somewhere now, so they've they've definitely um, made making inroads, which um, I think everyone knew they would do. They weren't going to stay. Bottom three for the, for a long were Arsenal, where they are. I think people got to remember they had a tough start. So, but um, but yeah, I think um, like I said, it's just difficult to pick which games are going to actually turn up and be good in, and which games are not. So it makes it difficult for a fantasy manager, that's for sure.
0: Definitely, especially when when you've got two players and one of them decides to be injured, their yeah. their attacking wing back decides he's he he doesn't want to take part, and he's he's a. It's not even a red injury, he's, he's yellow, so he's, yeah. he's down as yellow. That means he, he, he should be playing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, so yeah, so um, by the way, I'm referring to Kieran Tierney if you're wondering. <laughs> um, so then I've got Hyun Min Sun, who was my captain, bit of a punt on him against West Ham. I was just thinking that you know, it's, it's a derby, I thought that maybe Sun normally turns up in those big games, and I thought maybe he would have done, but he didn't. Uh, Ivan Tony, which just two points, Harry Kane, just a just as two points and then michael antonio racking up more points we got the winning goal seven points so it was good my bench just like just like states i can't mention two of the players on there for <laughs> due to a specific team but let's just say i only had three points off the bench so it didn't make any difference anyway uh so yeah so overall a stinker for me in the sense of 45 points compared to state but again take salah out and I would have yeah. absolutely, yeah. I would have, I would have uh, been fairly comfortable, but oh. it's not to be. You but,
1: know, but if you'd have been allowed to have a northern player in, you'd have had salary, and you'd have probably had him as captain, and you have been on eighty-five points, and you'd be laughing. You know, oh, so.
0: yeah. I think, I think Salah just needs to get make that transfer down to the down south. You know, he needs to come down, play for a certain team. I can't mention. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Like, maybe even things up, and then. I'll have him for the second half of the season after January. <laughs> that would be lovely. Um, uh, well. Let's, let's, we'll let's, see, get, but... let's get in contact with his his agent or something.
1: Definitely, definitely. So that that basically just puts us quickly just onto the, the north versus south head-to-head table standings. So um I'm now top with 15 points after nine games, five wins, four losses. And he second on twelve points, four wins, five losses. So it's 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 still tight, very tight there. And I mean, I know I'm head on the overall score, which you know, probably is all to do with Mo salad, But you know, it's it's already, it's already already tight. You know, you've been wheeling your magic in, in a number of game weeks to um to take some to take some wins. But um, you know, the the form is now starting to, to come my way. I think that's three in a row now, I've,
0: yeah, but do you know what? I'm not I'm not worried. Not worried because I know overall your fantasy football skills are very, very low. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: be, like, be like your overall footballer knowledge
0: then, basically, yeah. Yeah. And my my footballing you. skills as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't beat yourself that far down. You know, you lose a few pounds. You've been you've been teammates. <laughs> No way. We can slate that man later in the show because um, his fantasy team is doing dreadful. So don't you worry. We've got some. I've got something lined up for that man.
0: <laughs>
1: well, he laughs about that. That's an inside joke, guys. We'll tell you about it one time, but not today. Um, so we're going on our shit list then now. So um, the shit list basically, we can have a maximum of up to five people on our shit list. Or, you know, players, referees, managers, teams. Other FPL players, if we wanted, you know, I've Heath on mine a few times. So, yeah, it's basically who's peed you off, who's damaged you, you know. And like I said, blame whoever you want. I'm sure everyone has sort of players that they got gripes about after a fantasy game week, don't you? So, um, and if, especially if you watch some on match at there, one of them misses practically an open goal. So, you know, I think there was a couple of those on the weekend. Um, but um, yeah. So, hey, have you got yours, Arif? I mean, I know, I know you say that you, you're having an okay week, but you must have a, a good list coming up
0: today. I've got one player and, and a whole team. So <laughs> I know you say max of five players, but I, I feel like this is, is relevant to, to kind of go against those rules just for tonight. So the first player who's the complete opposite of being shit, but is on my shit list because ultimately he's the difference is Mo Salah. He's on, he's <laughs> on my shit list because realistically, without him, I would be here gloating, saying about how, you know, top of the league and how, you know, it's this and that, and, but not not to be. So most other uh, I don't really have to go into too much detail about why he's on my list. I've just kind of, think I spelt it out there. So he's on there. And then the, the whole of the Manchester United team, what <laughs> an absolute <laughs> disgrace you <laughs> <lot> are. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, there's so many funny things to say about that. You know, it's just one of those moments where, Every, the, the rest of the footballing world can just laugh at the team who are having an absolute stinker, similar to what we were laughing at Arsenal earlier on the season. But, you know, the, the comical defending from Maguire and Shaw, and then even when, like, you've got your Paul Pogba's throwing himself into two-footed tackles. Ronaldo, you know, I know you're saying about he shouldn't have been sent off, but realistically, he's, he's done a silly thing there. He's put himself in a vulnerable position. And, you know, there's all sorts of things, ill-discipline, Solskjaer is with the whole team in this shit list as well, because he's just as much to blame. And and Man United fans as well. I, I might put them on there as well because I don't know who to blame. <laughs> they they want to blame the Glaciers, they want to blame Solskjaer, they want to blame Gary Neville. You know, realistically, it's just how can you blame the board when they're spending so much money on players that they've been cr- crying out for? It's just yeah. So many I'll things be. that's wrong with that club yeah. at the moment. But it is it's more the I fact that sad. they had that little taster of what they thought success was going to be at the beginning of the season and a true Man United fan would have been very calm and you know was, was yeah. saying that this isn't right and don't get me wrong by the way I'm I've, I've got many United fans who I speak to about this and I'm well aware that the Glazers aren't getting blamed just because of who they're transferring in and out and so yeah. it's, it's all the infrastructure of the club how the how old Trafford's falling apart and stuff like that. I get that but you know, it, it's funny that when things aren't going to plan, the green and yellow scarves come out. And when everything's, you know, when they're beating teams comfortably, you know, there's not a huge uproar. I guess that's just the fickle nature of football fans in general, rather than yeah. just giving United stick. But I guess it's just because United are such a big club that it's easy to see and it's yeah. in our faces a little bit more. But yeah, they're on there. I mean, they they were an absolute disgrace. they you can't. You Can't lose 5 0 at home when you're a, a, a club the size of United, but you can't lose 5 0 at home to your bitter rivals. Like, I mean, the Man City one back in the day, the 6 1 was bad, but Liverpool, the hatred there between those two, that's that's got to be even worse, really. That's my yeah. shit list. <laughs> no,
1: no fair, fair play, fair shit list. I can't I disagree with that. I find it quite amusing as well, to be fair. So, yeah, but yeah, you're right about United. I mean, God, you said, I mean, that, the, the, the only thing that they they, they did better than Liverpool. Was yellow cards and red cards? They got six yellow cards and one red card. That's the one thing that they they out outscored in Liverpool on. If you wanted to go that way, well done. It, it
0: it just it just kind of seems like they're they're a club who have completely lost their identity. They don't know what they want. And the fact is that you know a couple of managers ago, getting in Louis van Gaal and then and then Jose Mourinho, or even before that, getting in David Moyes, it was like. You thought those were the right appointments at the time, potentially. Someone, you know, Mourinho, for instance, he's just, he was an actual born winner before that, you know, and, and realistically, he just thought, oh, he's going to take this team and push them to title trap chases. He, but he, he, won them, he won
1: them trophies at least. True. more true. than what all he's doing. He'd gone second in the league, which wasn't bad considering how much better Man City were than everyone else at that point. I, you know, I think he did right, But, you know, that's the problem with. Mourinho is, as everyone knows, you know once things start going a little bit against him, he, you know, he, he seems to sort of just un- unravel and you know makes silly things and comments and everything, and then he just, it just all goes, and then he. Yeah, he, he leaves, basically. But um, I think him um, he, he likes things to go his way. But then again, who doesn't like things to go his way? I love Mourinho. But um, yeah, you, you can always tell when the writer's on the wall with him. That's for sure. But yeah. yeah, like you said, you know, look at, you know, the line of managers United around. I mean, look at David Moyes now. You know, West Ham flying. You know, West Ham are, you know, what, they're fourth in the league now?
0: Yeah, yeah. no, and yeah. I'm, I'm really pleased for him because after the Sunderland <laughs> thing as well, I think everyone was writing him off. But he's... He's a guy who's got a bit of dignity about himself and he's not someone who really mm. kind of, you know, went into yeah. a, into that stroppy mode or anything like that. He just got on with his job and I, I'm, I'm pleased for him. And, and I'm pleased that he's able to kind of prove the doubters wrong game because I think he was treated pretty poorly at United. You think how long Solskjaer's had. And I'm not saying whether he does and doesn't deserve it, realistically. I think he's done a job, whether that's the job that United fans want him to do or... or no, I mean, he's done. He's turned the club around. They've had some great moments under Solskjaer, but with Moyes, they just—it was very, you know, kind of impatient from yeah. the way it was perceived, and uh, and it was just because Ferguson was that good before, really. Oh yeah, hard, a hard person to go to. But how about yourself, yeah. mate? What's what's your uh, shit list looking like? Well, I
1: ain't got many to put on it, even though I, I should have. But I just wanted to add, I'll, t- I'll lose a, one of my shit lists and put yourself on your own shit list. For you, by the way. Um because given that Arsenal scored three against Villa, Chelsea scored seven, Watford scored five, Southampton two, you know, West Ham kept another clean sheet. You have plenty of opportunities to score some big points this weekend and you didn't. So I'm putting you on your own shit list just so so you're aware of that. Okay. Thank you. I'll go on to my shit list now. So I'm
0: not buying on that at all. I think he's right though i mean god
1: how did you not see chelsea put in seven past norwich and think oh let's do something here well I,
0: I guess up until no, 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 got no. injured i was thinking do. exactly that you know yeah
1: <laughs> so, well there you go so but that's never never mind never mind you know but um yeah i mean oh, god. my shit list um i mean edison from man city is on the list because he conceded a penalty I didn't really have to concede it, in my opinion, and um, you know that cost me some some clean sheet bonus points for Cancela and Diaz. So I wasn't happy with Edison for that. Um, so so there's that. Jamie Vardy getting injured. What's that all about? I mean, I'm not putting Vardy on my shit list right, but that you know that, that that worries me. You know because um the man's the man's a machine for a guy who plays how he plays and not to get injured that often. You know I'm just wasn't expecting it. So hopefully. I tell you what, I'm putting his, was it his knee or, or something that went, I think. So I'm putting his, Jamie Vardy's knee on my shit list. Not bad as a man. The, writing,
0: the writing's on the wall. You've got a, a, a strike force of about 90, don't you? You know, they're, they're yeah. pretty old. Yeah, they've got some age between them.
1: <laughs> definitely, got some, definitely got some age between them.
0: But the OAP's know. up front yeah. for the Northern, <laughs> uh, the Northern so, Superkins. Yeah, you
1: know you what know it is. And then, um, yeah, Ronaldo's on my shit list one point he needs to get United ticking. You know, he started off the season well, obviously, but since then it's been not too great. It coincided, I guess, with Man United's um shitty form to be fair. So it's um you know not 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 good. But um yeah something needs to, to change at United as we've already discussed. So um yeah Ronaldo is on my shit list you know on big books. and the fact that Bard injured may say you he's losing your place in my team for another week. But um yeah yeah you're suspect. That's all I'll say, kid. But yeah, that's that's my shit list anyway for the week. It's not big because you know, I, I have too much gripe, really. So, yeah.
0: Nice. Well, we'll, we'll swiftly move on because we've got a lot to talk about tonight. So we'll go straight onto our hit list. And the hit list is the, basically the opposite of the shit list. We're Well, not quite, I suppose. It, it, it's really players that we're trying to um, make you aware of that if you you know, hadn't seen the games at the weekend or you're not keeping up with FPL there are some players out there who are well worth a look just like the shit list we've got a maximum of five players we want you to be well aware of so state from a Northern perspective who have you got on your hit list
1: well the obvious one we'll just get out of the way yet again is Mo Salah if you've got the <laughs> money get him in if you don't have the money find it and get him in okay so that's simple right Mo Salah the other geezer are definitely getting there is Phil Foden you know, Foden is oh, the man to. Yeah, you know that. You know he's since he's come back from injury, he played 18 minutes in one game, and then he's, he's starting every league game. I think you're getting. I think this year you're getting a bit of a feeling that Pep's not going to go. Pep roulette as often, especially early doors in the season. He needs to make sure that they're on point. They're up there. They know they're challenging with two other quality teams in Chelsea and Liverpool this season, and. I think he's he's not going to take risks like playing, you know, the roulette game, I don't think, very often, which means Foden, that lad's going to play. Him and Grealish are playing pretty much every game, which is looking really good. Obviously, they're getting uh, Kevin De Bruyne's stuff, you know, coming back to fitness. So he'll be playing a lot of the games. You, you know, Bernardo Silva seems to be, but yeah, Phil Foden is the definite for me to get on your get in there. He's on the hit list. He's, and I think he's a big one to get in there. His price is only going to go up as well. So that that's that's a big one for me, is is Mr. Foden you know, from, the, from the Northern teams. Um, if you want to look at something a little bit outside the box, the, the lad from Leon who, who scored two this weekend, obviously, Maxwell Cornet. Um, or, as I would say, as an Orbner connect, you know. But um, yeah, they've got, you know, they've got Brentford, Chelsea, Palace in the next three games. Chelsea, obviously tough, but, you know, Brentford and Palace has. Games where he could do a bit more, and he seems to be playing a lot more forward. Than he does, I think. You know, he looked like he was playing as a, as a second striker with Chris Wood to refer most of the game at the, at the weekend, and he's a midfielder, so he's a good idea maybe to get in there. He's only six million, and if he's playing, I think a bit like um, um is it Mboa, Mboma and um, Boma at Brentford? Yeah, he's playing further forward, so he could be someone to maybe look at. He's got three goals this season for 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 them. For, for Burnley, he, he's, he's had a bit of injury because that was the, I think that was only his second start of the season, was that, was that, and um, so at the weekend. So I think, you know, they spent some good money on him. He could be one to look at because I think he is playing a lot further forward than uh, like a, a standard midfielder. So,
0: yeah, so he, I think that's, he, a, that's a really good shout, buddy, because I, I just look at him, I, I thought, it happens every season where you get a team, you know, in the lower half of the, the league who are scoring goals and it seems to always fall to one player and he's yeah. not the striker. Like, I think Adam and Sam Maximan had it for Newcastle last year and the year before. Yeah. And then you've got like someone like Mbuomo, you like you say, someone who is, is down as a midfield, class, classified as a midfielder, and, and is actually playing technically not quite up front, but not far away from it, like number yeah. 10 or something. But it Just seems to take the chances, and it, it's just ridiculous the amount of chances he's got and he's taken. And it just seems yeah. like if Burnley score, you just see Cornet come uh, Cornet coming up. So even mm-hmm. down the south, we called him Cornet as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, def- definitely, yeah, definitely. See, that's good. I'm glad I'm glad that I just sound completely common, so that's all right. <laughs> um, and then my final outside shot, um, would be um, Curtis Jones at Liverpool. Um, now I, again. He started against Brentford. Started against Man City. I think he, I think he picked up a knock in, um, and didn't play against in the Watford game. But he played. He started against Man United, didn't he, as well? And hmm. oh no, 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 he didn't. Sorry, he came on for Milner early doors because Milner picked up a knock. But you know, I think, I think he could. I think you could see for five million. This guy, obviously clock really rates and I rate him if you watch him play. I think he's one to just keep an eye on, to be fair. Because if he starts getting a run of games, he's going to be playing so well that he's going to be they're not going to be able to drop him. So I'd just be keeping an eye on him, maybe I'd put him on your short list if I if you wanted to look at someone. If you have if you only have five million, then I think I don't think you could go far wrong potentially from a northern point of view for five million than Curtis Jones, because he's played in the big games against the bigger the bigger teams. So Klopp trusts him, and I think now he's over some injuries that he had at the start of the season. I think he's going to get a fair bit more game time this year.
0: Nice, brilliant. Um, I'll, I'll move on to to my my list quickly. I've, I've, because you've because you've used less than five players, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal one of yours, and I've, as I've got six. <laughs> 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 So I've this, got. This could be an indication how many transfers he's making this weekend. Guys. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But the weird thing is, five of them are all Chelsea, right? And you'll you'll see what I mean in a minute. But so the first one's uh, quite an obvious one is Mason Mount. I think he's he's pretty he's pretty cheap for a midfield. He he took the penalty the other day with Lukaku off the pitch. He is a player that I I feel like Chelsea are mocking me this season because whenever I've not had the players. I've been performing and I had Mason Mount at the beginning of the season. I had Chilwell, I had James, they've all had a great week. So uh, yeah, Mason Mount, again, you're always going to have to worry about Tuchel's rotation policy and stuff. But <laughs> I've, I've, I felt all the way through to, Tuchel's kind of like tenure at Chelsea. Mount's always been someone who plays quite regularly and I was a bit surprised he wasn't playing early in the season, but he seems to be back now. So we'll see with him. But I think if you haven't got him, he's a good shout he matched Salah for points this week. So that's a good one to see. Ben Chilwell, he was on my list. I think mean, he scored four times in four games, I think, uh, for Chelsea, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah, he's, he
1: scored in his last four Premier League games for Chelsea because he's only played three Premier League games this season, but he scored in the last game of last season. Um, uh, the, I see so, that makes so sense now yeah So people are like saying well he's only scored three goals yeah it's because he hasn't played a single premier league game up until his. southampton a few weeks back and he scored in that scored against brentford and scored against norwich so yeah good knowledge not played bro. in the previous ones so that's why he has scored four games premier league games in a row for chelsea first fair player play. to do so i believe so
0: fair play and he's uh, i mean the again always a disclaimer here two cool he could get rotated with Mikel Alonso who, who also had a very good start to the season. So you never know really, but his, uh, his full pack uh, counterpart, Reese James is another one on the list. He took his goal very well as, as well. And, and the thing That's is, right he, 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 he's kind of like, I mean, if I had my wild card right now, I'd be laughing, but again, you never know. he might get dropped next week, but he is just like, I think he's the only person who can compete with Alexander Arnold for big points. Cause he's just, Seems to get bonus. He seems to get goals assist. Yeah, he's pretty dominant. So he's just a bit unfortunate that he's got, you know, so many other right backs in front of him when it comes to England. But yeah, very, very good player. Now, the other the other two Chelsea players I'm going to mention are technically not Chelsea. players. They're on loan from Chelsea. So that gives the game away a little bit. So one yeah. one in uh, uh, one who's got a lot of mentions on uh, the Twitter community is Tino Liveramento, who's the fullback at Southampton. He's um, he came he's in, at, yeah, he's come in at four million, and he's and he's basically got himself up to four point four now, but he's still a bargain at four point four if you can get him. He's a big big guy for a right back, but. He gets forward. I mean, I think he scored at the weekend, but he also hit the post deflected shot, which was on its way in. So I would say that he actually could be, to a certain extent, a a set and forget. You could actually put him in your team and just leave him there. And then obviously where there's all these other players with with big values and stuff, you can probably get them into your team by keeping someone like him in. Because although Southampton may not keep clean sheets, they do have a tendency, and we'll obviously talk talk about them later on. But they do have a tendency of knowing how to to keep a clean sheet. But also, if not, they do get forward, and he's always he seems to be in and around it. So he's a he's a, another person to look out for. And the other guy on loan at Southampton is Armando uh, Broca, or Bro- Brogia. I'm not too sure exactly how you pronounce his name, but I'm going to go with Bro- Brocker. And yeah. um, he, he's just an absolute lump up front, but for the, for the size of him, he's got some pace as well. He was behind Armstrong initially, and, and now that he's up to speed, it looks like he's starting. I think he's like 5.5 or 5.6 million, something like that, but he's worth a look at, you know, if you want a cheap striker. And then finally, another cheap striker. Can't mention his, his, uh, his team name, but Josh King, ex-Everton uh, <laughs> forward, who scored a hat-trick at the weekend. I mean, the guy had an outstanding game, but, and scored as well. I mean, even if he hadn't scored, he still had an outstanding game by the sounds of it. Bournemouth legend.
1: Bournemouth legend.
0: Yeah. And, and after the weekend, he's also a, a legend to another team. And it's certainly not <laughs> Everton. Uh, he's got an incredible <laughs> record against Everton, but awful record for, but he, yeah, he, he was brilliant the weekend. I think, he, again, he's the kind of person that he's not going to lose his place in the team. And it, it, it seems like they're, they're going to play, around him really as as a target man ranieri's gonna absolutely well already seems to love him so i think he's not a bad shout it looks like they're scoring goals didn't say who they are but it looks like they're scoring goals and they're hitting teams on the counter attack which is great to see still haven't mentioned their name yeah. <laughs> so so that that's my uh cheat hit list because i've got six players on there but technically Chillwell was on there from last week so maybe i can count that as um, fair enough yeah um fair yeah fair so that, that's that's my hit list Good, good, good
1: work, good hit list. And, yeah, some some great, great shouts there, to be fair, to be looking at. So, you know, get your your scouting hats on, guys. The tips are coming in. Fantastic work. So, um, leads us on to our our Mini League update. So, um, obviously, we've got a Mini League set up. Um, Heath, you know, what's been going on? Any big movers this week?
0: Oh, it is on. It is on like Fat Pats Fong. Honestly, it is on. We have got a title chase on our hands and and poor old summit dear he's now in fifth place he's dropped oh, um, as a kid. yeah he's, he's had a bit of a stinker he's lost all, all sorts of confidence and he's 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 dropping down to mid table he's nearly been overtaken by a, a certain northern super king in in james simons uh whoever that guy is yeah what, <laughs> what a legend what well, a legend um, yeah basically we've got We've got uh, Jason Bayer expected to lose, who got a solid 83 points. Uh, he's just he's just gone past the 600 barrier. Then we've got our man, the guy we can't say his name. He nearly got... He, he was out for 90. Oh, he, he got down in the nerve. It's 90s. 96, all out. Phil Foden and Sa, Salo as captain, obviously. like yeah.
1: Piped up on the WhatsApp group for a Uni Lot for the first time in ages because West Ham beat Spurs.
0: I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's I always mean. good when the uh, when when they get the big their upper hand on, on Spurs. But yeah, yeah, we we got Betty swallows who got also got ninety and Warbones, a, a team that we've not seen all season. Simon Jones, yeah. ninety-one points. He's on his way up there. I, I don't know where he's come from, but fair play to him. Now he's from a couple of the leagues. yeah Yeah. and then so from the north versus south teams uh state with your with your 73 has got you up to sixth place you're you're having a fantastic season to be fair and who else have we got so uh, yep i've I've been overtaken by liam sh you better check yourself who's got a southern team he's now gone past me he's nine points clear and then oh let's go down and see whoa we've got a new person bottom of the league Joe Hadley the unitedvision.org he's got his green and yellow flag out he's he's frustrated he's only got 33 points and the reason why he's bottom <laughs> is El Badger Poopers finally Richarlison is back he's got himself a captain who actually plays he got himself eight points he had Mares with six Salah 24 Loton, who got four as well and um yes, yeah, things are starting to look up for Nick Edwards. He uh, he's he's finally getting himself up the league.
1: Tell you what, yeah, if he gets Lukaku back fit and all them play, he's, he will do okay, leaving his team as is. Sam, Samuel
0: to- Samuel Diamond better uh, better start looking over his shoulder with High Tech FC because uh, he's only ten points behind him. We, we <laughs> yeah. could have um we could have a good old relegation fight on our hands. And Harry, I tell you what, Harrison Copley, seventy four points. In 20th place, Ned Stark's my dad, 20, 20th place now. And uh, yeah, he's very close to overtaking our man, Mazza's yes. King Gary 11, <laughs> <And> Marion, <laughs> who had a stinker <laughs> with 34 points. Oh, what? Brilliant. <laughs> uh, all in all, guys, that the, the, the league is really shaping up. I mean, let's be honest, there's a big contrast between anyone who had Salah and didn't, but that's the whole beauty of this, you know you've got to pick them and if you can't like the the southern teams then just just feel miserable together but no lovely effort guys and uh, keep up the good work. And that leads us on to the North versus South, it's a knockout debate the greatest ever FPL player of all time (sighs) State enlighten us Well
1: this has been Man and Heath's search for we feel is the greatest FPL player of all time. Taking into a lot of factors, you know, you know what somebody's done in a certain season, but looking at consistency in that season, maybe. But you know, also what does the player bring as a footballer as well in general? You know, it's, you know, I suppose it is all about points in FPL, um, and um, you know, but it's about scoring big points as well. You know, someone can get a boatload of points across. 15, 16 seasons, but they're only getting 70, 80 points a season. They're not really a great FPL player, whereas you can get big players. You can get like, yeah, Luis Suarez and came game in, scored a lot of points. So we've been just doing this all over. Um, and it's been, we've taken a team from, one player from each team of the 20 teams in the Premier League. Um, we've, we've split up into the North-South again, like we've been doing with our own fantasy teams. And we've been getting through the knockout stages. And after last week's sort of northern regional final and the southern regional final, we finally got our grand finale with Mo Salah representing the north. Obviously, the Liverpool man who's the best player in the world at this moment in time against Thierry Henry, representing the south. And Thierry Henry was one sexy player, wasn't he? So, yeah, we, um, we, we... I think we, we came to a, a bit of a decision that we were probably gonna, not going to come to an agreement on this point um, in in terms of competing for these two players. I guess is that right, Heath? I think we're going to struggle. That. So
0: yeah, I guess yeah, so.
1: Yeah. So so we ended up going to a poll to our
0: right.
1: to our Twitter followers, and um, we got we got quite a quite a number of votes in. And Heath, what was the what was the outcome?
0: I'm just going to say this, right? And you can take it how you want. From my perspective, I look at this and I just think recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, people are watching football at the moment and have forgotten all about how good Thierry Henry is, or was. And uh, and and they. Out,
1: it was the greatest FPL player, not who's the greatest footballer. Okay. Uh, uh,
0: Henry was incredible. Henry oh, was yeah. incredible. Okay. So and, and Salah has been incredible this season and, and previous seasons, but I, I personally, I would still have gone Henri. But the yeah, the, after uh, our, our vote was out there, Mo Salah is officially the, the GOAT, the greatest of all time when it comes to FPL, 57%. Thierry Henry, just a 43%. If you didn't vote, shame on you and you wanted Henri to win. Oh, I mean, if you didn't vote and you wanted Salah to win, who cares, right? Uh, maybe it would have been nicer for him to win by bigger margin i don't know from your perspective but that's pretty pedantic so yeah salah wins and like i say i'm disappointed it feels like
1: i'm i'm not surprised salah's the better fpl player,
0: and he has got the most amount of points in the season but then i do think the fpl rules potentially have changed over the years so maybe, maybe yeah and he is a a midfielder when he should be a striker, really. So we, that's your issue. That's not even my issue. That You're you a stickler for that one. <laughs> it is,
1: yeah. I, I still stand by that. He should be a forward. Don't get me wrong That. I mean, d- d- look, guys. I like would said it's the greatest FPL player. So you can give as much shit as you want. I'll hold my hand up and say Thierry Henry was a better footballer. Because he was. Definitely. Thierry Henry a better footballer. But he's not a better FPL player.
0: The only no, thing man. I would say, the only thing I would say, all right, just to cut in, Henri went up to 14 million before he he left the Premier League, right? Why has Salah not gone up, up to, you know, higher value? I mean, it just seems 12 and yeah, a half did, million. It still seems it, like, you know, he should have gone up to maybe not, a little bit higher. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, he's on, what, he's, on, he's on 12.8 at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, um, but the
0: beginning of the season, when you've had a good season, maybe his seasons are just, you know, they're, they're very good, but they're not outstanding, whereas Henri had more outstanding seasons. I don't know.
1: I mean, the, the highest salary's been in his period on the game was thirteen point two million. So I mean, he's been big money, obviously. But yeah, I don't, uh, Maybe they, yeah, maybe they just don't put the prices up as much because if you do, you then you then pretty much you know you got, you're pricing out of the market. Nobody well, I good.
0: think yeah. I think next season. I mean, but that's the whole point of it. It's yeah, how I much think. should they be worth for people to still want to get them in? Look at Alexander Arnold. I mean, he's seven and a half million. And people still pay for him because he's just more effective than a maybe well, a seven and a half midfielder. So um yeah, I think true. I think I think Salah, if he doesn't go up this season in price, because I mean, unless he gets a nasty injury or something like that and he's out yeah. for the rest of the season, which I don't want. I don't want that. I do At not want fair, that.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah whatever.
1: Telling Park is now,
0: yeah, his connections Come on, <laughs> he's, he's going to have to be thirteen for thirteen point five
1: next year if he carries on like this.
0: you know, yeah. definitely, he has you to know. be. But no, be. But, uh, yeah. fair, fair play. He he's gone on to win that. And to be honest, I, I can't. If anyone was going to beat Thierry Henry, is Salah. But I still think that Thierry Henry probably as an even as an FPL player. I mean, he's a better football player than most other, definitely. But even as an FPL player, I still think that he's probably people have probably forgotten about how good he was. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so that, that that's that. And and we've really enjoyed the feature. I hope you guys have too as I mean from our perspective we 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 like to you know kind of <laughs> be competitive as you can tell. And this was a, a good chance to to be competitive. And unfortunately I've lost this one. So yeah not not bitter at all. No.
1: Definitely not <laughs> losing again, so, just like the team you support most weeks as well. <laughs>
0: just,
1: but never mind, don't worry about it. So, yeah, let's go on to our scout teams. So, we haven't done the scout team feature for a little while. So, um, I gave Heath Southampton to scout for, for us for this week and for um, so, our scout team. So, what we're looking for is um, We've got a set number of things that we're, that we're sort of going at and going through when we're So um, one of them is good from afar, far from good. That's basically someone who looks really good on the eye but doesn't get you the fantasy points, but great player to watch. Then we're looking at your newcomer. So newcomer, whether it's to, to the side and to the league, who's the one to look for to, to get you some points. We've got your, your captain fantastic. Um, we've got your set-piece specialists as well. And I believe we've also got your differentiator as well. Who would you try and put in there? That not other, not many others are going to put in to try and just make that difference. It's going to bring you five six points, maybe that others are not going to expect that to happen. So those are what we're looking for when we're scouting for teams. Heath, take it away, please.
0: Yeah, so Southampton. Just to kind of give you a quick uh, idea of how they are as a team. So I, I was quite interested because if I'm being totally honest with you, they're probably one of the teams i've actually seen least this season um but overall i would say that even though they're not doing particularly well in the league they they've, they've been a fairly solid team I, I i say that as like as an actual team they don't have they don't have a team of individuals Uh ralph H- Hasselhood just just manages them and has got them working to the same system and that, that's why they've been quite hard to beat for some teams like they've got some big results i say big results i'm talking results against the bigger team. So like they got a draw against United when United just smashed Leeds. They they held West Ham to a nil-nil draw who were having a great season and more notably that they held Man City at City nil-nil as well. So they know how to hold opponents. They know how to defend. They defend for their lives. But they do find it hard when they're playing against teams on their kind of more on their le- level. I think they create a lot of chances, but they're not too clinical really and i would say that overall they're probably a little bit wasteful their 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 style of play kind of allows them to to actually create decent chances but i just think that they have a team of players who wouldn't be known for being clinical i guess but overall they i i i kind of looked at them and i just kind of thought well I know people will always kind of assume that they will be vulnerable to relegation, but personally, I would imagine that they would have it enough to stay up because they do have, I'd like say, they have even with James Ward-Prowse's deliveries, that and and the fact that they're so dangerous from set pieces, that kind of stuff will keep them up. I personally think, anyway, they they don't really rely on one out-and-out player, which is, I guess, a good thing for the long term, but probably is quite frustrating short term for the Southampton fans. So, I'll go on to good from afar, but far from good. So, I've actually got a few players for this because I feel like I could put them all in the same category. And that is all of Southampton's wide players. And this is Nathan Redmond, Musa Gineppo, Theo Walcott, and or Mo Elenousi. They're all. Did you see Redmond's mess? Yeah. Well, they, this is it. They're just, they're just all, all four of them are players that when you see them and they're up against your team, you're a little bit nervous because you know they've got the pace and they've got the skills and they can get past players. But there's they're just too inconsistent. None of them seem to score big. And and especially this season, they've all had pretty, you know, poor seasons, you know, by their own standards. But they, they all look interesting and they all have moments where you just think, oh, this could be their moment. I think Redmond had a goal to land against Wolves, took it really well, but was offside by quite a distance, and it was just a bit frustrating. I can't imagine what it must be like for Southampton because they do, all all four of them, you know, have their moments, but they just don't do enough. They're not kind of uh, clinical enough. But I guess it is what it is. So then I'll I'll move on to my differential. So this player I was mentioning earlier, this is is someone who is probably underestimated by the rest of the FPL community, and this is Armando uh, Borca, the Chelsea Loney, he's now probably the number one striker. They play, they play like a 4-4-2 or a 4-2-2-2, but they, they always have two up front. And, and I think he's I think he's set in stone now. And he just like I say, for a big guy, like I was saying earlier, he's got pace and he's he's not afraid to run at players, is probably similar to Raul Jimenez, where you, you think he'll be slow because he's big, but he's not. He's he gets around. Yeah, I think I think this is just the beginning. Be interesting to see how he gets on the rest of the season. But yeah, he will be an interesting player for Southampton. But I don't think many people have him. And like I say, he's only he's only around five and a half million. So he could be a decent differential. The next one is is the newcomer, and I'm I'm gonna go with the the famous Tino Liveramento. And I say famous famous in the FPL community because he was a a lot of people were looking for a four million defender as a fifth sub people were looking at Mankiho they were looking at Duffy actually he's had a good season so far to yeah. be fair he's playing and then Livermento was another option and a lot of people shied away from him because they weren't too sure if I think it's Walker Peters was going to get his place back at right back and in the end it looks like he's now playing left back and they've dropped that Perot, who's playing left back who's meant to be quite decent left back to be fair so he hasn't got his place back and Livermento looks mm. like he's he's solid but he's Not only is he, um, you know, interesting going forward, but he he does do a decent amount of work actually at the back as well. He defends very well. So I think he, for me, you know, I I don't, you know, realistically he's got to be in your team really. I I say like as a fifth sub, you know, I'm not saying that you'd have to play him each week, even though I did say earlier that he could potentially be a a set and forget and, and give you that extra value for your team. But if you haven't got him, I would recommend if you've got subs or if you've got a wild card to really think about him because he's such a good value. Uh, anyway, so and then we've got our set piece extraordinaire. This is the only thing that I didn't actually have to really do too much research for because no. <laughs> um, supporting the team I support, which I can't mention, I, we've we've come up against this guy quite often, and it's James Ward-Prowse who who's he's got like a Beckham-esque kind of delivery on him, probably not as consistent as Beckham because otherwise he would be he wouldn't be at Southampton, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he has got a wicked delivery on him and normally puts a lot of pressure, puts it in areas that, yeah, Southampton, are, uh, like I say, I would say that they're, they're quite known for having scoring a decent amount of goals from set pieces. And he, and he takes the penalties now. So he takes the free kicks, corners and penalties. He is like the modern day Matt Letizia, but not as good. Uh, he's still a good player, but he doesn't really do enough for you to, to yeah. have him in your team. And, and actually, he also falls into the category of captain fantastic because he's the only person in that team that I would think if Southampton were playing Norwich City at home, he's the only one I would really think I would captain him because he is someone you think is going to be in and around any chances Southampton create. But he just doesn't do it. He, he might score two goals in a game or he might get a couple of assists or something every now and then, but he just doesn't do it week in, week out. So. <clears throat> he's the kind of player it'd be interesting if he actually moved on and actually went to a, a, a different team to see how he'd get on but I do think that I mean he's just signed a new contract this season so I can't see it happening Yeah, but you never know yeah. but yeah so overall Southampton were interesting uh, they're, they're a team I don't if I'm being totally honest with you and no disrespect to Southampton fans out there because I think the whole point of that bit about this podcast we wanted to highlight teams that don't really get talked about as much and they're an interesting team but they're easy to forget, unfortunately, because they don't really do enough for you to to kind of get excited about them. Like, for instance, Crystal Palace at the moment, who are playing out their skin. Leeds last season, Brentford this season, their teams are just quite exciting when they seem to just take anyone on, you know, West Ham, both last season and this season, they're just just going for it. And you just know that they're playing out their skin. So Hampton, maybe they are, but they just don't have enough for you to be excited about them, but overall, solid. And yeah, I wouldn't recommend a huge amount of their players if I've been totally, totally honest with you. Good
1: scout team, mate. Yeah. I like it, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And yeah, but what what he says there, guys, you know, we're, we're not everyone knows people are scouting them to look out for for Liverpool, Man City, you know, them teams, but yeah, it's just trying to raise some awareness where you could find some additional help to, you know, if you're. Novice, you don't even know much about SPL, but you you're playing it. There you go, a bit of extra info, and you never know, you can get a bargain. It'll pick up some points for you, and for you up to go and buy those big players as well. So yeah, now good scout team, that right? Heath.
0: And uh, and finally, we move on to our, our our game week preview. We look forward to game week ten. Yeah. State if you would like to to give us your team.
1: As I said last week, I was saving my transfers up so I could make a double transfer in this game week which i am doing so that's um that is official the transfer has been made
0: oh early
1: yeah i've gone i've gone early um i I had to go early basically i had to go early there was no other choice no other choice i'm telling you it was just it was a needs must type thing so um at the back, still got Schmeichel and Carson's my two-keeper. Schmeichel will be in there. Defence, I've not changed. So, there's Cancelo, there's Diaz, Joel Matty, Connor Cody, Mason Holgate, who's my non-player so, the Midfield, where I've made one change. So, Stuart Dallas is still there. Mo Salah's obviously still there. I've got rid of Mr Murphy at Newcastle and I've brought in Phil Foden for him. And that's just a no-brainer. So in my midfield, I've got Dallas, Salah, Foden, Townsend and Gray to pick from. I would imagine for the the game week, you know, I've got Foden's going to be playing, Salah's going to be playing, and um, probably the two Everton lads. No, actually, I'll probably have Dallas in there as well, because... He's um, they're playing Norwich lead so I'll do that, and then so I've substituted out Murphy there, and then I'm substituting out Jerry Vardy. Um, I'm not sure about the injury, so I think he'll get he will get rested for this game week. Um, they're playing Arsenal, which I know he does well against them, but I think you know that Dak has shown enough, and Ian will probably play. Um, for, the, for the start this weekend. So that's why I subbed out Jamie Vardy, which left me a nice $7.5 million to pick another striker from. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I had some options. You know, there's, 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 there's Callum Wilson, Sam, Sam Maximin. I could go in at you, Leicester, but he hasn't really been scoring goals. Chris Wood. You know, so there's plenty of options, but. Gone for a little cheeky gamble, and I've gone for Huang at Wolves. So I've now got Huang and Jimenez from Wolves up there. Now the reason I've done that is because Huang's only five point seven million, and it gives me like just under two million in the bank for for the next time. Captain Mo Salah.
0: there you go, no brainer, lovely stuff. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, the Southern All Stars are. Yeah, I haven't made any transfers yet, but I've got four point eight million in the bank from the Lukaku transfer. So realistically, I don't really need to be in any rush. Uh, I think it'll be a. I think I've made one too many early transfers this year to try and get value, and I've I've messed myself up like last week. Big mistake, but I learned from my mistakes. So I've got uh, Raya in goal playing Burnley away, which is a tough game for Brentford. But I do fancy Brentford in in most games. They're, they're quite an interesting team to watch um, I've got Sergio on playing Man United at home This should be a really interesting game Man United are so poor that they have to come bouncing back, they have to otherwise ollie has gone so we'll see uh, we've got Rudiger and Azpilicueta, no idea whether both of them or either of them or one of them will play but hopefully both of them play Newcastle away then I've gone for I've got Zaha currently in there. He's playing Man City away. Personally, I think he could be my sub this week. I am thinking about potentially bringing in like Mason Mount, potentially, because I've got loads of money, so I can afford him. I'm pretty sure they're around the same price anyway, but I'm thinking of maybe bringing him in. Then I've got Ben Rama playing Villa away. Emil Smith, Rowe, Leicester away. Sun, United, I've got the captaincy on him at the moment, but we'll see with that. Uh, Ivan Tony Burnley away. Again, I think I'd still fancy him uh, to, to, to do something. Mikel Antonio, Villa away. Kane, Man United at home. And then I've got a couple of players from a team I can't mention in Ben Foster, Moussa Sissoko on the bench. Mm-hmm. Kieran Tierney, I'd like to start him, but only if I know that he's going to be fit And at the moment. He hasn't played. So, And Cucurella I said last week that if he wasn't playing Man City, I'd play him. But then they're playing Liverpool away. And he looked good against City, to be fair. I think him and Lamptey are fantastic, yeah. left back, um, fantastic fullbacks. backs uh, I think there's no coincidence that Brighton are having a great season because they've got their solid back free like always. And it looks like Lampty and Cucurella are, are storming it. So, I don't know, maybe I might bring in Lamptey at some point, take out Tierney or something. I don't know, we'll see. But again, I'm not going to be afraid to take a minus four because feel like there's a fair bit that needs to be done to my team at the moment because it doesn't excite me at the moment but we'll see but yeah that's my team this week and uh that's uh my captaincy it's going to be either antonio kane or son i think and son is probably going to be there he's he's like the the fake mo salah isn't he? he's like the southern mo salah at the moment where he he normally turns up didn't turn up this week though (laughs) But yeah, yeah no. so that, that's, that's my <laughs> team and fingers crossed I can, um, I can get back on track and, and Salah gets a dead leg or something.
1: Fingers crossed for you, my friend. Fingers crossed. Exactly. It should be another good week. I'm, I'm seeing big goals for Liverpool and Man City against the Southern teams. So that hopefully will play into my hands once again. Um, let's see. Um, you'll be hoping for Chelsea to do some some work at Newcastle
0: no doubt it's it's a it's a free team title race isn't it and and like it's already shaped up I thought at one point United or at the beginning of the season I was guilty just like everyone else I think that getting Sancho and keeping on to Cavani and and you know Pogba and then getting Ronaldo you thought United have got to be title chasers Mm. but yeah it's, it's looking interesting unfortunately it's it really is men versus boys when it comes to Liverpool, City, and Chelsea against anyone else, right? This, uh, yeah. They're incredible, all three of them.
1: Definitely. Definitely are. And, uh, yeah, let's hope for, like you said, a ta- good title race. That'll be really good to see. Go on, the Northern Super Kings. Go Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, excellent stuff. So um, that takes us on to our final piece of the week. Yeah, time flies.
0: Quiz time. Beautiful. Are you ready, Heath? Are you ready? Born ready, mate. Well, so guys, what I've done for Heath this time
1: is I've selected some matchups for him to decide who has scored the most Fantasy League points throughout their Fantasy League career. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll say two two names. He has to decide who thinks has scored the most points. Now, there could be a few stitch up ones in here, you know,
0: ones where you think it's like, surely got to be him. But then
1: you're thinking, well, it might just be a trick question. Yeah, Maybe but
0: like, I, I just want to make sure that the the listeners are well aware that we have the cameras on, and I can tell when state is is mugging me off. Right, I can just tell <laughs> the way he looks because he tries to play a poker face, but he's he overplays it. And wow. I'm, not, I'm not trying to get in his head. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Since, since you're going to be like that, I'll be I'll
1: be a bit harsh with you on the first. The
0: camera's moment. going off.
1: Yeah, the camera's going <laughs> up right now. <laughs> no, not quite. Not quite. So let's go with two old guard players who have been around for what feels like centuries in the Premier League. Um, may have had a cheeky time away, one of them. But um, Ashley Young versus Theo Walcott. Who scored the most fantasy league points in their entire careers?
0: I'm going to go with Ashley Young.
1: Ashley Young. So Bill Walker has 1,355 fantasy points. Ashley Young has 1,367. So well done, Hefu. One one oh. correct. I didn't think Close that one now. That
0: yeah, I did think it Yeah, very point.
1: close. I was surprised it was that close, but yeah, there you go. Next one. Sadio Mane versus Mo Salah. Hmm. Yes, yeah, tricky one.
0: Because if, if, if one's not doing it, I'll go with Salah.
1: Salah, 1,167 points. Sadio Mane, 1,278 oh. points. So incorrect.
0: Because he, he, Southampton, wasn't it? Before.
1: Yeah, a couple of bit. That, that was basically the killer for you. Damn it. So here you go. Here's another one. Two stalwarts for the Premier League. You've got Kyle Walker. Versus James Milner.
0: Hmm. Uh, I'll go for Milner.
1: Yeah, too fair. That was an easy one.
0: Milner 1, 1,
1: <laughs> 1, Milner one thousand five hundred and ten points. He's got in the fantasy league. Yeah. I haven't found anyone with more points than him who's still playing. And Carl Walker one thousand two hundred twenty six points. So you know, yeah, Milner, well done. Good work. Good work. Next one. Cristiano Ronaldo versus James Tompkins. This is a stick job. I don't know what (laughs) it is.
0: Oh, Jesus. Well, I'll go for Tompkins. Tompkins,
1: 756 points. Ronaldo... 758 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant one! That is <laughs> <That's so> brilliant. <laughs> I knew I'd get you on that one. <laughs> Played that one well, I think. So, right then, Harry Kane versus Jamie Bardi.
0: Oh. Oh, it's tough because they both came through at the same time. Did they really? Well, they? sorry, what I mean is that they were both kind of around, they both kind of got going. Oh. I'm My head is screaming Harry Kane, but I'll go with Jamie Vardy. You should listen to your head more. <laughs> oh. Harry
1: Kane, 1,459 points. Jamie Vardy, 1,303.
0: All right, so how many have I got wrong? uh, Yeah, actually, what was the benchmark?
1: (laughs) You've got two out of five. I need you to get over 50%.
0: All right, okay. So, yeah,
1: you should easily do that. If if you you don't get over 50%, I'll fine you. If you want to get a fine on me, though, you need to get seven right. I should have
0: stepped in. No,
1: no, no, no. You're not having that. No. Right then, so, next one. Jordan Henderson or one matter?
0: Hmm. I think I'm going to go for one matter.
1: Jordan Henderson, 1,145 points. One matter, 1,123 points. Oh, I see. That is not just not got enough in the last few seasons. If you'd have played a few more games, then you'd have probably been there. But yeah, I'm sorry.
0: I, d- I hope I hope the listeners are well aware of how difficult these quizzes are that you put on for me. It's 50-50 choice. I mean it's not that difficult is it? Just pick the right one. Come yeah. on. You know, very oh hard, dear. Very you, hard.
1: Just, you just expect someone with your expert FPL knowledge to do better to know more. That's all.
0: You oh, don't have another fine. Jeez. <laughs>
1: So the next one, your favorite, Hongmin Sun or Kevin De Bruyne? Uh,
0: I'll go Sun. KDV997, Sun
1: 1031. So boy in the correct. sunny boy.
0: Go in the sun.
1: He'll never let you down, will he? Never. Next one, Trent Alexander Arnold or Pierre
0: Abangian. Oh, it's hard to tell because so Trent's been probably playing what four seasons yang has yeah. been probably playing five I reckon but then he does get injured quite a lot he's not had the greatest couple of seasons the last couple of years and Trent I mean oh, I'll go with Alexander-Arnold so that Bamian,
1: 665 Trent 700 correct beautiful
0: well beautiful good for mate, each
1: yeah. now. for each things are getting tight. next one one of your favorite sons now Josh King versus John Joe Shelby
0: <laughs> I mean oh again Shelby has been around for a while King hasn't but then Shelby doesn't score big. I don't even know how many seasons he's been. I'll go with Shelby. Shelby,
1: 657. Josh King, 673. Oh. 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 So it. close. So close. And the final question for you, and Josh Townsend. Versus Mikel Antonio. Mm.
0: Oh, dear, oh, dear. I I know you want me to say Antonio, so I'm going to go Townsend.
1: (laughs) You finally read my mind for the first time. There you go. Townsend 771, Antonio 724.
0: So you got 5 correct out of oi, 10 oi, oi. <laughs> five, out
1: of, 5 out of 10
0: 50% perfect
1: good good guessing good work on the guessing I'd take that if I'm guessing 50-50 5 out of 5 and for that you don't get a fine but you don't get to give one either because you didn't win
0: mm, I don't know about that mate it sounds like oh. I should be giving you a fine but for, I said you needed to get six. Yeah, after I got about two out of six, whatever it was. No,
1: you you, you start off well. You were three. You were you know you were two for two. You're doing well.
0: Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll let you off.
1: Or I'll tell you what, you can have a decider. I've got a, a decider. And yeah, I right, definitely I'll
0: take the decider. But
1: fine. I know what fine I'm getting if um, if um, it happens. So that's fine. Yeah. so um, you decider is Nick Pope versus Lewis Dunk. Hmm. This is a good one, this cause I can't bluff because it's you'd expect it to be a close
0: one. Yeah. Or is it Pope had one very good season. Dunk, I think, has just been consistently getting good seasons, but nothing too special. Doesn't it used to, uh, I'll go for Lewis Dunk. Boost dunk, 484 points. I've got this wrong. Oh, 487. <laughs> God. Oh, I knew it. as soon as you come back that excited and you came back that ooh, quick. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't keep it straight face. I'm useless
1: for <laughs> keeping it straight face. Yeah, I'd be a bad, I'm a bad cloaker player, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> All right, come on then. What's my fine?
1: What's <sighs> your fine?
0: Choose my captain. I don't care because, to be honest, I I really don't care. Choose my captain if you want. Right,
1: because you're going to change your team by then, so... (laughs) Um, Yeah, you're right. I'll choose your captain for you. You've got to make Harry Kane captain.
0: Cool. I mean, did you see how intense he was at the weekend and how much he wanted it against West Ham? I mean, obviously it's a (laughs) no-brainer. You can see, by but, the way, he was marking Antonio for that corner, how much he wanted it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but yeah, playing Man United.
0: Yeah, you know, Man true. United not good at the back at the moment. And they this battered couple... them last season, didn't they? Exactly. Six-one. But
1: the reason why I'm happy giving you came because I still think Salah will outscore McGammers. So yeah. I
0: can I, I mean, don't disagree with you there. I have always been way too nice to you on these quizzes, and I'm, that next one's going to be super hard, mate. Yeah, you know, know, you I need that. to. I need to. Take, I need you to. You said stop that about I need you said you to that about transfer out Salah somehow. <laughs> uh, God, you do that
1: to me for a week. That's just, that's just pure cruelty. I've not done that anything as bad as that to you. I've never made you transfer Lukaku out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you made me transfer Kane out.
1: Yeah, and he had his one good week. I still did yeah. <laughs> you a favour. Stupid, you brought him back in the week after. It's I know. Like two points. I mean, I feel, I
0: feel like I, a, I feel like a proper amateur. Yeah. You know, they, well, they did one good week and I bring him back in because just saw the glory but yeah, yeah.
1: bad managerial decisions I mean the board is watching you I'm telling
0: you, they're, they're <laughs> on you. Yeah. but yeah <laughs> no uh, yeah no honestly brilliant podcast again really enjoyed that and we got through a hell of a lot so you know apologies if you listen to this and it's gone gone past the three hour mark Yes. Uh, we we only want to give you as much as we can give you you know that's what we're kind of here for but um no brilliant excellent work and yeah just wanted to mention the uh twitter handle so state is at fpl underscore northerner and i am at fpl underscore southerner if you've got any feedback at all feel free to get in contact with us dm us whatever you know don't be shy if you've got anything to add or if you're not liking a section or you want an extra section anything like that just let us know if you want us to cut these podcasts down to half an hour because you're asleep by the time you get to this section then wake up and uh <laughs> we're never going to do that <laughs> no, it's not going to happen we like That's... the sound of our own voices hence why we're doing a podcast Definitely. Um, yeah. but yeah no so overall lovely stuff and uh state thank you again been yeah. um been a pleasure buddy.
1: No, yourself. Thank you.
0: Thank you for letting me be a gracious winner again. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Okay, guys. uh, Good luck in your game week. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week.